At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Because you just don't know until you try. You gotta give it your all. You gotta push it all the boundaries. There's Tassie Tab writing a new jingle. <laughs> I feel like she's just got a job as a jingle creator. Listen, Tassie's randomness is the heart of the show. We would never... <laughs> Shoe the Dough would have never been a thing without Tassie. That's really fun, more, funny. More recent Shoe the Dough people probably don't even remember Tassie, but she was like OG Shoe. <laughs> she was OG Shoe. She one hasn't of, aged a bit. One of the characters that comes out of my brain, along with like Walt Walter, mm-hmm. and there have been many others, but mm-hmm. yeah, just, we just try Furfur, Furfur, and Varky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, it's weird working with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can attest. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. You've worked with me for a long time now. Yes, and you're still okay. I'm great. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah. All right. I feel like working with you is like what scientists must feel like when they're trying to isolate an atom, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like this amazing, <laughs> right? Sorry. Like you just, you know, there's this huge reward if you can just capture it. <laughs> what so, does that mean? No, that's like every episode is trying to capture the atom or whatever. Uh. And it's just like. You're just bouncing around, doing your thing. Capture the Atom. That was the other working title for Shoe the Dough. <laughs> but no, Shoe won. Shoe the Dough, by the way, a spoonerism for do the show. Everybody knows that, right? Well, hey, we're, we're kind of imagining that we have a new audience, mm-hmm. considering we're getting more people subscribing, which, by the way, thank you for telling your friends that we're back. Because when our radio show kind of came to an end, and we're not going to talk about this every episode, I promise, but when our radio show kind of came to an end, people want to find us. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Here we are. You know, it's funny. There's a very, very popular podcast that will go unnamed uh, that he has started to start his show by saying, all right, let's do the show. <gasps> no. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's all right. Just calm we, down. Because we say shoe the dough. That's different. We were there Plus first. We did it first. Mark Marin. I mean, whoever it is. Okay. I don't know who that is. So <laughs> that's fine. This little show will just keep chug, chug, chugging along. Uh, you want to shoot a dough? Let's do it. Uh, we are opening the mic uh, for some more randomness. Yeah. So um, on today's show, we're going to be trying out a random tandem, which we mm-hmm. haven't done for a hot minute, but we like to start with story time. Yeah. I started last week, and so I'll start again this week. Okay. <laughs> I was joking. No, random tandem is can... great because if you've never experienced random tandem, it is that thing that happens in conversation where you just launch stories off of each other. And so you just find some sort of connection to a story from your own life. And then you tell that story and we go back and forth a couple times. Yeah. So. And then we usually do a one word story too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to j- jump in to these. Old I find it clothes. wonderful that, that you're the one bringing up the one word story. It's always <sighs> been such your favorite thing. Hey, I've been dreading it. I'm worried <laughs> about it. Do you know what it feels like to not fit into your clothes? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, so there's this thing that's going on with me after having a child and then 
going kind of back to my pre-birth body Mm -hmm. and then also not at the same time there's like this fear of pulling out that pair of pants and being like is it time to try you on yet and is that a goal i don't even know i just did this yesterday you did well it wasn't about (laughs) pre-pregnancy but okay but i've been losing weight and i was like what about these shorts and so i pulled them on i was like nope not these shorts (laughs) (laughs) not yet that's kind of how it feels coming back into Certain parts of shoe the dough. Uh-huh. We used to do it more regularly, and yeah. it just, but now I'm like, okay, we'll see how it goes. I'm a little yeah. nervous about it, but it's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay. I'm a new shape. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. I don't you need to pull, be the old me. I can pull the pants up. I just can't quite get them buttoned. That's right. That's why they have those elastic. A head. month ago, I couldn't even get them past my thighs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. No. Legit. Legit. Yeah. Wow. And now you now they're going all the way up. Yeah, and just not buttoning. Yeah, good just, for you. Don't don't plan on wearing them out like that. But <laughs> can I tell you a, a hack, a pregnancy hack? Oh sure. You just take an elastic hairband, one of your wife's for mm-hmm. ponytail. Yeah. And you just fashion. Well, they the don't of... zip up either. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, but thanks for your hack. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> they also look like I painted them on still. So <laughs> these shorts came out of a spray can. <laughs> So I don't know that anybody really wants that. <laughs> but thanks. Uh, I love shoeing the dough with you. All right, you're going to start us off. Tell us a story from your life. I'm playing D and D. Yeah. But I have not talked about it yet on Chew, and I'm really excited to like just talk about it because mm-hmm. it's one of those nerdy parts of me that I don't share all the time. Sure. But D and D is beginning to become really popular. It's it's really becoming known. It was in the Stranger. news recently for Saturday Night Live did kind of a D&D thing. Oh. And I saw hashtag D&D selfie was trending because people were like, no, actually, this is what D&D looks like now. And, the you know, kind of showing their own D&D groups. So, yeah. Yeah, it's become very popular. Well, Stranger Things obviously mm-hmm. kind of reintroduced it. But then there is a... Chan- and in case you don't know, D&D stands for Demolition and Destruction. Yes. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, or Dungeons and Dragons, which... <laughs> triggers a lot of the christian population and they I was trying to avoid they that question my faith immediately um but i have gotten back into it with some friends of faith who just want to jump in and tell a fun story mm-hmm. and create a story arc together and so i love that a lot of the previous questions about dnd have been answered like this new resurgence of excitement and popularity means that there's not as many people being afraid of it, right. uh, the the satanic panic isn't as much of a deal. I've never heard that phrase before. That's <laughs> so perfect. Satanic panic. It's true. That's a real thing. Satanic panic about music, about mm-hmm. games. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a real. That was that. There was a real moment in the if 80s. you grew up in the church in the eighties, oh, yeah. where it was like Satanists were trying to take over the world and doing sacrifices, yeah. and yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Oof. Yeah, and Dungeons and Dragons was in there because there's the word dragons uh-huh. and also a dungeon. And there's magic. And there's magic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and there are some things that, and not to insult the Christian people who are like, I don't, I'm not okay with that. Mm-hmm. And not to, I don't, I don't mean to like, you know, open up a bag of worms here, but mm-hmm. I am. 
Um, there's characters, different types of characters that you can uh-huh. play. Kind of think about Lord of the Rings, and you can be Legolas, or you can be Gimli, or you can oh, yeah, be it's just role playing. Yeah, you can be Frodo, yeah. and so you kind of improv. It is. It's an improv game. It's a collaborative game where you're playing with other people, and there's one person that's in charge of the whole story, and he's called the Dungeon Master, mm-hmm. which also makes it sound really <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable. It's the DM. It's the DM for short, and you know you battle dragons and you know other creatures and. It is stuff that introduces, you know, conversations about like, you know, some of the things you battle might be demonic and things mm-hmm. like that. But it's exploring a part of your imagination and storytelling and collaborative gameplay that I cannot find anywhere else unless you go online to play World of Warcraft and then you're lost in a computer game by yourself in a dark room for eight hours. Done yeah. that too. I would much rather be at a game table with my friends laughing and cracking up and eating great food. So I have really been enjoying that D&D is back in my life. I do it once a month with my friends. It's only for a few hours, so it's not like these huge, long weekly campaigns that Mm. other people do. So I'm not like crazy back into it, although I can see myself wanting to be because I love it so much. You can tell I'm really excited. I mean, it could be a time suck, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's And that's something like I think we all have to ask ourselves is what do we want to be the time suck in our life? Mm -hmm. We've all got something that we get excited about and we're willing to spend much too much time on and then you just have to figure out okay how much your netflix binge show yeah you know it's it's you just have to kind of decide i think the best thing is to make your time suck your profession which is what i've done in a lot of I ways just feel like maybe you just want to say time suck a lot <laughs> no that's a that's an act that's a phrase that's the <laughs> word for it what would you call it <laughs> waste of time okay that's know. that's way too long that's three words no, that no. down to two <laughs> Uh, time portal. <laughs> yeah, that kind of, that's kind of true. I don't know. But you're right. It is a trade off. My husband, you know, we talked about, hey, there are certain things I want to do for my mental stability. Mm-hmm. I go do yoga. I go have massage. I go get facials from time to time just to keep my general health of my body and my mind. And then I also want to have fun and play. Yeah. And so I spend a few hours every month playing this game. And I was really excited to tell you guys about it. Any good it. stories? Oh my gosh, so many. The The game changes. Um, they release new editions, which have new rules. Everything uh-huh. has rules with it. And this particular edition, they ask every character, so each person playing has a character flaw. And so that's just something that makes the game even more fun. And one of the people playing made their character flaw have, have, like having a small bladder where they have to <laughs> pee all the time. So, like, we'll be traveling from city A to city B or whatever, Uh and she'll go, I've got to pee again, or, like, right before a battle, oh, but I have to pee. Mm -hmm. And it's just funny. We'll all laugh, and it just, you know, so it's just silly stuff like that is really fun. And then, like, epic things where you get into your first battle and you charge in to attack the bad guys, and, you know, you roll a really good a dice roll and mm. your horse. Ends that's where up. the evil is. It's in the dice. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. the part of it. Is dice is involved, yeah. but that's the game of chance. So you could be a really cool player and have like a whole bunch of weapons. But if you roll a one instead of a 20, you're not hitting anything. Right. So it's that's kind the of fun bounces. part though. That's the fun part. The unknown. Yeah. 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 So lots of really good. Good All right, let plus me, good uh, food. Plus good food. So what are you going to launch off with that? Uh, time suck obsessions. Okay. Um, games. Okay. I was thinking, you know, kind of how I would identify that is there was a period in my life, probably in my, I'm going to say mid twenties where Mario Kart just like took over my life for a good three or four years. 
and I had <laughs> I had a book, a Mario Kart book of the latest Mario Kart game, which I think was Mario Kart 64 was the one that I really put a lot of time into. Okay. Um, and it had each course and all the, you know, the, the shortcut tricks on the course had like all the world record times at the printing of the book. And I had this sheet of paper where I would, uh, I would write down my best times yeah and for every single course and then for the overall circuit. And then I would just sit and try to beat those, those times. And did you? Oh yeah, for sure. Ugh. Um, if only you would have been in the age of the internet where you right. could have streamed it. Yes. Oh my goodness. My Mario Kart Twitch channel would have been off the hook. <laughs> That's the one that had the DK's Jungle Parkway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at pictures because I loved this one too. Yeah. And there's just, there, there, there are these short like game glitches that are shortcuts where you could kind of like jump into a wall. And if you did it at the exact right angle, it would pop you through to the other side. Yeah. And I remember there was one course, I forget which one it was where you could literally do seven second laps. <gasps> um, and I spent so much time getting that like perfect to where I could do the entire race in under 30 seconds. Whoa. And it was, it was, it was fascinating to me because looking back on it, it's just like, Oh, to be mid twenties again, and have <laughs> to all have that time hours and hours just to try to get a track right. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Chuckle Mountain, Wario Stadium, Moo Moo Farm. Moo Moo Farm was a big one. My wife always loved Moo Moo Farm. That was her favorite track. Um, I think maybe it was Chaco Mountain. I can't remember. There's just there was a fence right at the beginning, and you could if you did a a, a slide, you know, a power slide. And then a hop right at the right point in the fence, it would just pop you over to the other side. And then you go a little bit that way and do the same thing back over to the, you know, the other side of the start. And that's your full lap. And so it was just like, if you could navigate that perfectly, um, you could, you could do full laps in like seven seconds or less. So I wonder if there are there, I'm sure there's people on YouTube that have like documented all this. I wonder if you have like a huge nostalgia push if you just went and watched it. Probably would. But Maybe just, just cry. Do you still have that paper? No, I have no oh, idea where right. that paper is. You throw all your I stuff throw away. stuff away. Yeah, I don't know where that book is or that paper is or any of that stuff. That'll be my launch. I'm actually going through my office, and uh, in my office, I have a mm-hmm. whole thing full of nostalgia papers. And I opened up one, and it was like my old Lego charts from like how to put together these particular Lego things. Like I don't even have those Legos anymore. <laughs> And then I opened up another one and it was all of the CD covers from all the CDs that I had. Oh, yeah. And, and so it was like this huge nostalgia push of, oh, yeah, I listened to this album all the time. I totally forgot. So and you just have the covers? Yeah, I just have the cover. Oh, I have the covers and the insert. But I don't have the CD case because those were bulky and I didn't have. Right. I wanted to. Right. And you put them in these little sleeves. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've, I'm literally discovering all these things and, and stuff that just does not. It does not mean anything anymore, but it's a memory trigger. Mm-hmm. See, but now you're having these memories and you don't need all the paper. And I'm in this place of trying to decide. But isn't it fine just to have the memory? Like, do you actually need? So how is my life better if I can, if I have that paper with the Mario Kart stuff on it? Oh, like, like, uh, well, then you'd be like me and I'm better. <laughs> is that the, is that what you're going for? No, I'm, genu- I'm genuinely asking. <laughs> so... For me, my personality, I launch memories out of my mind. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. And I 
I'm trying to discover like the well of memory and emotion and be okay with that so that I can draw up parts of my past, but they don't stay with me. And I think I have this fear of forgetting things. I have inserts from my journal, like uh, calendar journaling that had like six or seven entries in the entire thing. But I'm like, Oh, but then I'll remember that this happened this day. And I guess I just don't want to forget stuff. So I keep it so that I don't have to keep it in my brain. I can just keep it in my life. But I'm also wondering if that's even serving a purpose at this point. Because when you have a a huge life change, like, I don't know, job career change or Mm -hmm. tragedy, or you have a child that takes up all of your mental energy now, so much more stuff gets launched. So I feel like these are really cool things to be able to look back on. But I wonder if instead I should... You know, do like the Con Marie thing where I look at it and say, is this bringing me joy? Is this serving a purpose? Maybe take a picture and then just yeah, get rid take of a it. Pi- yeah. At this point, you can take pictures of stuff. And if if I whenever I threw that away, maybe I would have taken a picture of it or right. something. But there's just stuff will accumulate so fast if you attach that sentiment to yeah. it. And oh, I yeah. just I, I got rid of that really early. I'm getting uh, rid of in it in my life. Mid- Am I mid? <laughs> and I'm the middle? How long do you want to live? Uh, yeah, as long as I <laughs> can live. I do you want to live to 100? I want to live to a healthy 100. Okay, well, then you're not in your midlife until 50. Okay, well, then I am still super young <laughs> and have super lots of time to figure this out. All right, you ready for me to launch off that? Yeah. So you talked about your CDs. This this brought back a memory of um, that whole thing where you wanted to confine your space and CDs were bulky, and so you'd buy these sleeves and i had this whole system of sleeves where the top of the sleeve they actually had it so you know the spine yeah you yep. it was actually perforated yeah. and you could actually take that spine and slide it into the top of these sleeves so that you could look and see what they were just without pulling them out mm-hmm. and of course you stick the cd in there right and then you stick the the liner notes on the other side right mm-hmm. and so i had all these things and then i just had this stack of the back of the CD with the track listings and those kind of things, because that's on a different thing, but you can pop open the CD and pull that out. Right. And so I thought, what should I do with this? So I created this. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say five foot by five foot styrofoam, you know, square that I had. And I stapled them in a pattern on this square so that all my CD backs with the track listings and everything were on this like piece of art that I hung on the wall. And that That's was, neat. that was what I did with the the backs of the CDs. Wow. And then, and then you just threw it away one day. Yeah. Oh, it was just okay. like, we're moving. I don't want to transport this. Uh, oh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> It's such a Why weird... would I need that now? I don't it's know. Such, that would be such a pain. You know how many I... times I've moved since then? You just have to like keep it safe and not let it no, break. I and... would have sat down for like 20 minutes and carefully removed every staple and then, you know, put it carefully together or something. But I have these beautiful memories of it. You know what I mean? That's like it's cool. just it was a part of my office for a long time, as was this beautiful piece of purple plastic runoff that I was given by somebody that worked at a plastic company and they like collect the runoff and cut it into squares because they make weird shit. The plastic just makes weird shapes. What do you mean by runoff? So like when you're creating plastic stuff or whatever, it doesn't use all of the plastic. So when you form it, there's, there's melted plastic runoff. Oh, okay. Okay. You understand? Okay. So it's just plastic, but I'm it's just like a blob. 
Yeah. It's a blob. So it would it would collect in these vats and they'd cut them into squares. And I had one of these squares and it was just this plastic. It looked like kind of maybe a chimp face was in it that I saw a little bit. And <laughs> it was just kind of like, it was one of those artistic pieces. I just set it on my desk and it was always a conversation starter. People would be like, what is, is this? That? <laughs> well, let me tell you a story t- about the time that I went to the plastic factory. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me tell you about this time. No, no, no. It'd be more like, let me tell you a story about an old wise man in India that I met. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that reminds me of a story that I saw right, in the launch. news. Uh, there it was actually something that I saw in a meme run through on Imager. And it was a uh, really beautifully carved wooden face. Uh, just a, a, f- a female face. Nice kind of just hair. It was just like maybe like mahogany wood. Mm-hmm. Really, really simple. So nothing elaborate, just a very, very simple wood carving. And uh, this man had carved it of his daughter. And um, I guess he, someone that he knew at the bank or something like this saw it and they like they liked it. So he sold it to him. And years and years go by. And they, I guess this was just a conversation piece. This head of this girl that was at an, on his desk or something or in his office or something. And anyways, one day, he realized or somebody realized that there was a hollow part of it. And so they opened it up and there was this note from the woodcarver about how this was uh, of his daughter and just like some sentiment about his child. Mm -hmm. And they went back and they found the daughter who was now a grandma and they gave it back to her. And so she kind of all of a sudden sees this piece that her dad made and now she has kids and they're sharing this cool story about this. Oh, that's cool. Kind of made, it, made its way back over to her. And that story would never have happened if she hadn't thrown it away in the first place. I didn't throw it away. I sold it. <laughs> sold It's different. He was a creator. It's different. Uh, I have a problem. Like sometimes I think about going through my trash. I've tried to throw things away and mm-hmm. then I'll go back to the trash and grab it and take it back out. Yeah. I'm working on it. It's better than when you throw it away and the trash throws it back at you. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine your garbage is garbage i'm trying to figure out how to have healthy relationships with my daughter's items now you yeah. know like not pass that on oh yeah Oof. that's a whole nother set of stories yeah that is a whole other set of stories <laughs> well there you go a little bit of random tandem we did it uh, what, what would you say the theme was Trash. obsessions obsessions yeah, yeah i think obsessions yeah because that kind of goes with the D. it goes with the games and then mm-hmm. it also goes with holding on to things, you yeah. know, what we put value in and what we obsess over. So, yeah, I think the obsessions <laughs> pressing down on you. I don't think that, down I, on me. I don't think that's how that goes. All the man has for. I think it goes. Um, I've uh, got obsessions. I think it goes. Stop. Collaborate in <laughs> obsession. Oh, it's nice. Like, see what I did there? Yeah, it's good. See, see what I did there? All right, you ready for a one-word story? I am ready for a one-word story. Now, in the past, we actually, when we were doing our show live in season three, mm-hmm. is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we would get comments. So this is season from, four, right? Yeah, we're in, I think we're in season four. So we would get uh, words from our live listeners. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do today? Um, let's do, the obsession is the theme. Okay, okay. Uh, satanic panic. Okay, yeah. Um, is another thing. Plastic. Plastic is important um i think that's a good start okay you need you want to throw anything else in there um i don't think so okay a wood carver a wood carver uh-huh. okay that'll give us a person yeah give us uh, some that's general structure nice there's plastic and a wood carver plastic satanic panic <laughs> wood carver and obsession that's probably a little too much that's but- gonna be deep <laughs> 
lot. Man, let's stretch these muscles. It's been a while. I know. I'm a little nervous. If you've never heard a one-word story before, this is how it works. Uh, we will tell a story one word at a time without any idea where each other are going. <laughs> you are hearing an actual story created from our collaborative minds uh, that cannot in any way see the future. So mm-hmm. um, sometimes they are magical. Other times... They're magical in a different way. <laughs> it's kind of like that weird piece of plastic. You That's can right. see it as trash or Just art. See whatever you Just want into it. All up to you. Some of our favorite times and also our least favorite times. All combined in one. Eh, here we go. <laughs> Once there was a woodcarver. He was green because of the plastic that exploded. <laughs> That's... Uh, what? <laughs> These are those moments when because when I, of the plas- because the plastic exploded. Period. New sentence. Oh, oh, that that's makes I was like, what? Another reason why he's jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say carving wood because the plastic exploded, but that's fine. He would be jumpy too. Yes. One day he decided to. Create a. I'm getting all the articles. It's fun on my end right now. <laughs> large mural dedicated to Satan. <laughs> no, that's too late. Too late. <laughs> no. Our woodcarver has no. made a decision. No. <laughs> first, I feel like we should say Satan as a joke. <laughs> okay, first he got a thousand. That's two words. Thousands. No, one thousand is one word. I'll say thousands. Thousands. Thousands of wood <laughs> pieces and carved tiny little smiley faces in them. <laughs> then he lined those pieces on the wall and decided, hmm, what? Is missing the woodcarver obsessed <laughs> over what he thought would what kind of wood <laughs> <laughs> complete his vision of smiley satanic plastic <laughs> hellscapes. Eventually, he dreamed of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And angels. Jesus said, Woodcarver, I think your obsession is probably... I love Jesus's voice, by the way. Yeah, he's very <laughs> Santa. Yes, yes, he's a Santa Jesus. It's probably mm-hmm. okay. Needing just a bit of positivity. <laughs> the mural of satanic <laughs> obsession. <laughs> the mural of satanic obsession seems dark. Even evil. <laughs> the woodcarver responded. Jesus? <laughs> Is that you? He 
jumped awake and dashed to the mural and obsessed for <laughs> days until he decided to eat. <laughs> <laughs> then while he digested he decided I should finish my satanic panic <laughs> mural tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> Wow. That's yeah. how the one word story works. Oh, you guys, thanks for shooing the dough with us today. This podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network, and you can find out more about this podcast and others on the network by checking out our feed at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. And if you're curious about what other podcasts are on the network, just search for Studio DNA and whatever podcast player you use, and all of them will pop up. A huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme and producer Phil for putting the show together. Appreciate you guys. And a huge thanks to you guys for sharing us with your friends and for enjoying the restart of Shoe the Dough. We would really appreciate it if you would continue to share us and also go right and subscribe on iTunes. And leave a comment. Those comments on iTunes are great. Uh, And if there's anything else you want to say or you have ideas for this experimental show, feel free to email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.